Hello and welcome to this Global Situation podcast from International SOS, the leading health and security risk services company. I'm Selene Zanka. Joining me for this episode is Victoria Dolphin, who's a health program advisor for International SOS's Australasian consulting team. In October 2023, she undertook an inspection of health facilities used by local construction workers in a remote province of the Solomon Islands to help our clients understand how best to support the needs of their workforce. It's the first in-person review the team have been able to carry out. And following that, we wanted to explain some of the advantages of being on location. So Victoria, tell me more about your visit and what you were able to achieve. It was a great opportunity and obviously one of those things that International SOS does so well is create these great opportunities to see what clients do in the environment that they do it in. So this opportunity was around exploring for our client health infrastructure, looking at what was available in a very remote region of the Solomon Islands where the client was doing quite uh, significant infrastructure works. And we know that this particular area of the Solomon Islands is quite a strategic location for the Australian government as a whole. So quite important work to understand what health infrastructure specifically was available there and then the scope of services available in the context of undertaking infrastructure works using local teams. So exploring occupational health risks and exploring what can be done in the case of an emergency on a building site, essentially. So, Victoria, why was it important for you to go to the Solomon Islands for this project? And what were the challenges in getting there? It's a great question because I think we often consider that we can do things uh, post-COVID virtually quite well. Um, And the Solomon Islands is an interesting location, quite strategically located in the Pacific. But you don't really get a realisation as to how remote it is and what challenges come with that remote environment until you're there. So to explain it further, when you go to the Solomon Islands, you fly from Brisbane when you're in Australia, and it's a three-hour commercial flight to the capital city. You then jump on this tiny little plane, prop propeller plane, for another three hours and head southeast. And when you get there, you find yourself almost walking back in time into a 3G mobile phone network and no internet access. And doing a desktop exercise with someone in that environment Uh, aside from being very frustrating, would not give you quality comprehensive information because the communications would be so broken down and the delays in being able to communicate effectively with someone local. So the default would then be to to be communicating with someone in that Honiara region on their behalf. And you notice when you travel through Honiara, it is far better resourced than these outlying islands. So it's so important to go to, to these remote locations and understand the challenges that they have in infrastructure and supply chain and communications, because they're the things that will really affect you if you're working in that space and affect the way that you'll work and what support you can access if you need it. And when you got there, how did you approach the client's brief for this particular project? It was really interesting because I went over there and often I find this with some of these this work is that you go in with one idea as to what the client expects, but when you meet them in the environment in which they're working, the scope expands quite a bit because they realise how much knowledge we have and how much expertise we have in working and living in remote environments and protecting people's workforces. So it went in as a very simple brief around 
looking at health infrastructure and make an intelligence report as to what was there. But what became very obvious quite fast was the scope of works that they were doing, the workforce that they were using, and what inherent risks are carried with that particular workforce. And that's really specific local knowledge that you only get by being on the ground, meeting the people, understanding the client needs. And so being able to then add into our health intelligence report, not specifically just the infrastructure that was available to them, but also if you use this particular workforce, what are the inherent health risks associated with them? For example, things like the high rates of smoking, high rates of alcohol use, fetal nut chewing, that they don't wear shoes on a building site, really, really inherent things with their lifestyle that you would only understand if you're on site getting to know them and how they work. Wow, I see. Being barefoot on a building site is definitely something. How would you rate that risk? Well, and that's the thing. It's a very high risk. And often these risks that we highlight to clients are risks that they have to learn to mitigate because the reality is that whilst you're trying to get work done and you're trying to adhere to, in this situation, Australian workplace health and safety law, the reality of compliance is going to be very low. So it's then being able to put in place mitigation strategies of, well, if this doesn't occur, for example, if someone doesn't wear uh, shoes on a building site, if they get injured or they hurt themselves, where is the closest evacuation point? How bad does that injury have to be to warrant evacuation? What kind of help can we give that person in their local region? And it becomes much bigger because then it comes into scenario planning. And that's what we did with this particular client is we did, well, this is what I've observed. This is the risk it carries. What is the capacity in this local environment to respond, not only from an expertise point of view and skill set point of view, but the infrastructure itself? And what else did you observe while you were there on your site visit? What benefits did your visit provide to the clients? I think there was a, a what was a really unique observational kind of activity is because we got stuck there because it was remote and the transport was unreliable in and out. We got stuck there for an elongated amount of time. And it really gave you an insight or gave us all an insight into the risks associated with working in a remote environment associated with supply chain. So consumables started to run short, food supplies started to run short, and then also those psychosocial hazards. It's quite lonely travelling and working on your own. What are the risks associated with small groups of staff working together and those inherent things that carry with living and working together and those risks associated with people starting to merge professional boundaries and getting to know locals a bit too well and being led astray. And I think all of those things are really great things for us to share with our clients just for their know-how in the context of this is the environment that you are about to put your staff and local resources in for a, a long amount of time. You know, these these infrastructure projects are planned for six to 12 months. Uh, so the reality of what we're experiencing here in this four to five days we're together will be uh, very much exacerbated over longer periods of time and carry risk within themselves, things like psychosocial hazards. Right. With that in mind, what would you say were the key takeaways from your visit? Key takeaways are you'll go in with a brief, but be open minded. Hear what the client has to say. Share your experience, but also go with listening ears. You know, you learn so much by hearing from the client as to what their experience is, what their expectations are. So whilst the brief on the paper might be one thing, it's really important to be able to contextualise that, add value 
where you can by asking questions, but really hearing what they're looking for as a whole in the context of being in that environment, because that really is the value that you add by turning an exercise like this into a site visit and not a desktop exercise. So I guess that's that's one takeaway. But also the second takeaway is consider everything in a cultural context. I think it's very naive to be a person like myself coming from Australia to a developing nation like the Solomons and expecting the infrastructure and the people to perform in the same way they would in my home country. It's really about where can you capacity build, where can you risk mitigate, working with what's available to you and being very mindful that you've got to work with what you've got. And the client was very aware of that as well. And I think that that would be the third point is it's all about the relationship. If you've got great relationships with clients, not only are you building something in that future business opportunity, you're also really adding value because they feel like they know you, you know them and that you understand what their needs are. So it's really so important. It sounds like you really enjoyed your visit. I really did. And what I have discovered is that, you know, we live and work in such different places around the world and it's such a privilege to be able to share the lives of other people that live so differently to myself. Uh, and that was, you know, the privilege of, of being able to, to work and live the way I do. And, and I, I don't think that could be undervalued. Okay, Victoria, thanks very much for telling me more about this project. No problems. Well, that's all for now, but just a reminder, you'll be able to access the latest information and updates on the Solomon Islands from our website, internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centers, available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thanks very much for listening and goodbye.